forever. This is a podcast, podcast about boys, sex, sex fucking, dating, and love. love. We're hate. back in the studio with Hannah Burner, Bravo Lebrary from the hit show that I love, Summer House. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I don't know if I'm up to, I watched, am I up to date, Pat, on, on Southern Charm? Absolutely not. But I watched a shit ton of it. I watched like at least five seasons. Well, you Pat, have- I have exciting news for you. Next episode of Summer House, upcoming this Wednesday. Craig, Shep, and Austin come to the summer house and shit goes down. Yeah, wait, you sh- What are they like? Yeah. Oh, well, the, which, who should I start with? In the previous I'm next, a, we, I love. Yeah. Okay, fuck, Mary, kill. Right. Shep, fuck. Austin, and Craig. Okay. okay. Mary, oh, inter- you know, it's interesting. It's, it's, this isn't going to be what you think, but it's, Mary, Shep. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't. Like, Craig obviously is hotter than Austin, but I don't think I want to have sex with him. I, I think fuck Austin. I do want to have Craig. I do want to have sex with Craig. That's because Craig's so your type. You guys, we're so different. I'm Mary Austin. Fuck Shep. Kill Craig. Yes. Well, so we're all... Okay. Well, we both want to, we both want to kill Craig. Because well, you're, <laughs> you're seen... Um, you're seen in previews for next um, week flirting with Austin. I love him. Yeah. You know him as Austin. <laughs> oh my God. That is so, your life is so fun. Now that I know like you're hanging out with those guys. I'm like, my social scene is my cat all winter and then just bravo to the face. Wait, okay. what about Stassi? Oh, after them, tell me about we'll Stassi. Go. Okay, so Shep, I met him first when I was working for Betches and interviewed him because he had this show called. And isn't he like 55? He's older, but he's, I like him. He's high he's risk called. for Corona. Chep is high risk for Corona. <laughs> That's how we do age. We just go yeah. high risk for Corona. Oh my yeah. God. He had this, it was called like relationship. He had a mm-hmm. dating show on Bravo that like, I don't think did well, but. Is he straight? It's do we think he's gay? No, Shep is straight. The guys on Southern okay. Charm are way straighter than the Vanderpump guys. Yeah, yeah. So I've weirdly never seen Vanderpump. Honey, Southern no Vanderpump star from the beginning. This is just like me okay. yelling at you. Girl to girl, caring about girls. <laughs> and then Summer House, you could start season three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> for time management purposes. she's stressed of course, she's of course. she has to do <laughs> yeah well yeah so um Austin, okay Shep is the kind of guy I, he's just like classic fuck boy I think he fucks everyone but like he's charming he always looks like he's hungover like his hair's never no it's so hot it was like 5 p.m when we had our interview and he looked like he just woke up but that nonchalant not caring just turns me the fuck on of course but he just he has he thinks he's like smarter than everyone. Uh-huh, and yeah. I personally like Maybe he is. He <laughs> probably is way smarter than me. And I don't need that negative energy in my life. Like I feel like when he's talking to me, he's like this fucking dumb girl. And it's not probably because but I'm a Yankee, so I know I'm smarter than him, but he's 
projecting his own. Anyway, so Shep, I thought was hot, and as I've known him, I'm less attracted to him. Craig, I've only known him like partying, and he's like he has a broken pinky, so it's like this. <laughs> so like I can never. His get- his shit with like trying to pa- go to law school. I was like, this is dark. Like <laughs> Craig, you need the pillows. The no. pillows. No, like we've all no. dated a guy who, when you look at, you're like he's perfect and you hear about his like lack of motivation and you're just like no no he has everything going for him so he's his pinky and his like he just parties all the time but he's sweet and nice but I've never really connected with him Austin comes in glass of water six four six five oh wow (laughs) I love how cat perks up yeah he's tall (laughs) and he has like a sweetness and relatability to him I think because he's maybe slightly less famous than the other two. And me and him at the party hit it off. And apparently Luke was very upset. When Luke has a fucking gorgeous, like, Russian girl waiting for him. And Austin and I were just flirting because that's my love language. Mm -hmm. Okay, fuck Luke. I'm so over Luke and his guitar. Wait, (laughs) Catherine, you know what we should do? Should Should I be careful in case she's, like, currently dating Luke? Um, no, I don't, well, I don't know, but I, um, but no, we should okay, do- Okay, the claws are out. But I'm we should messy. do, um, we should do who were, who are, who do you. I know, Hannah, really quickly, if you don't mind, who were you, who are you, and who do you want to be? And is this a short thing? Okay, good. No. Um, no, it's literally as long as you want. Or, okay. Or as short as you want. We actually- we Okay. Well, also, to let Kat in on the inside joke, everyone, I, I joke about tennis because I was a tennis player my whole life from, like, seven years old to 22. I, like, played a little right. professionally, whatever. Bravo told me in the beginning to like give a brief like Hannah, what was your tennis career? They then mm-hmm. replayed it. Oh every my god! Episode the same interview. Yeah. With the same photos, like a mini ESPN thirty uh-huh. thirty. I I literally brought up tennis because it's something that I was, I was I was really good at, but it gave me so much anxiety and I so much pain in my life, and I lo- I was trying to send a message that like just because you're really good at something doesn't mean it's what you're meant to do. But anyway, I just get, like, messages all the time of, like, oh, do you play tennis? Yeah. Oh, Hannah talking about tennis again. Like, literally reviews in my podcast give me one star being, like, this bitch doesn't stop talking about tennis. Yeah, wait. It's you- not her fault you that know- she played also, tennis. Also, if I was a man, if I was a man and I was a basketball player and I brought basketball, people would be, like, that no. were a man. Well, that w- but that was really Bravo. Like, I will be complex. Bra- Bravo, Bravo really mismanaged your tennis interview because they really <laughs> did force it on our throats. But do you know Joel Kim Booster? Yes. He, um, we were just texting because he just started watching the show and he hasn't, he hasn't watched previous seasons. I was kind of pulling him in. He's like, I really like Hannah. And I said, yeah, she's great. Like, I was like, last season, her whole storyline was that she played tennis and her dad coached her, but they're doing, they're giving her a lot more to do this year. And we agreed. To <laughs> and we were glad. Did Paige really like Carl? I think that she liked the idea of him, but then like the second it started, she was like, I don't think he is the kind of guy that I want to be with. And let's see if he proves his, himself, and he didn't. Yeah, there's a lot of making out, but not fucking in that whole show. Like, even I think I, I, I have. We our show is if you fuck, like it's kind of on camera. Oh, so like people yeah. are careful. Like I fucked in the bathroom this season, and you and put the shower on, and you still heard it. Oh my god. Okay, I have two important questions. Yeah, yes. one, what's the deal with having sex on camera? And two, are are you guys being paid millions? So <laughs> what? Maybe <laughs> am I being am I being rude? I'm like no. I don't know. No, this is. I'm I haven't. 
Hannah, I haven't spoken to anyone else in 15 days. I don't know how to be a person anymore. Sam, I can't stop talking right now. It's so fun. Are you with your family or are you solo? I'm with my mom and dad. We actually just did a TikTok video yesterday. It's doing pretty well. I'm excited about it. Oh my God. That's all nice. I have to look forward to. Are they so proud of you? Yeah. My parents literally just want me to be happy and they will listen to all my dirty podcasts and all my, my dad will watch me have sex on TV and be like, Come on, Hannah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, that's that's they don't so care. Funny. They don't care. Um, I think after. Do you have siblings? I have one younger brother who they call the normal one, who's like, he's in finance and he is engaged and living the right um, steps to life. So, <laughs> wow. Oh, what was what was your? Oh, one is oh having sex on camera. So the cool thing about Summer House, and I think why people like it so much, is that there's hidden cameras in it. So unlike Vanderpump where it's like they go to shoot a scene and then they can leave the scene, we are mm. always on camera. So the best stuff happens when we come home drunk and we forget the cameras are there or like we fight at the house or we fight at dinner and then we can't just go and like plan our rebuttal. We just go back to the house and have to deal with each other. Mm -hmm. So I would like Love Island in that way. Yeah, it makes it super, super realistic um, and excruciatingly stressful. So fucking, you either have to do it under the covers, but also like think of all the producers that will like see that footage before it eventually goes on air. Yeah. I say you. The only places you can fuck in the bathroom or the closet. However, the rules are if if there's camera guys there and two people go in anywhere, they're allowed to go in. <sighs> so so it they go in the bathroom. Yeah, like if two people are in the bathroom, you can't be just like having a like conversation or like planning. They're they're allowed to go in but if it's just you like shitting you're, you're fine <laughs> an hour where did in what in what manner did you have sex in the shower like standing because that's really oh hard. i didn't i do not do shower sex i think it's the worst i turned it yeah. on because there's mics everywhere and i didn't want people hearing me have sex and somehow you could still hear my breathing and i was trying to be as quiet as i could were you sitting on the sink or yeah i sat on the sink <laughs> i just sat on the sink it lasted like four minutes and we were good. That's the oh, piece. nice. Yeah. I'm like, who was it with? Like, you know, like, <laughs> it was with my mom. It already happens. But oh, I didn't want to give it away. Oh, but anyway, yeah. 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 And Luke was uh, not happy. Luke was not happy. Fuck Luke, dude. Oh, I, fuck Luke. I love this this energy. Wait, so, so oh, and yeah, no, I'm we're not being paid millions of dollars. Well, you should be because you're doing amazing work. Yeah. yeah. I love I love the transformation that you've had in your relationship with this show from beginning <laughs> well now i need to know now that i'm like in on the gospel like, i need to know everyone i need their numbers you guys their you now that we're a, a fish you guys have to dm me all your opinions and conspiracy theories on the show because oh. i'm as invested as you are you know what hannah you're gonna okay. really you're gonna really regret everything <laughs> <laughs> um wait so who are you besides tennis what probably oh, yeah, won't, so what probably, what probably won't doesn't want us to know yeah, I really was. <laughs> it's funny because before tennis, I was very creative and goofy. Like I loved to paint. I loved to act. I was just very silly, but I had a lot of energy. And I think my parents put me in sports and it was like competitive and I focused on it. It's kind of thing. I put all my anxiety just into it. Um, I think I actually started tennis right after 9-11 and like being a New York City kid, 9-11 was super traumatic. So I think it was a way of me of like not dealing with life and just focusing on sports. And so I did that until I was 22. Um, what's the second one? Um, who are you now? 
that's tough. And what, no, but also in, but, in terms of who were you, like what about high school, college? Like did you oh, have boyfriends? Did, did like, you hook in high school? Were you popular? Or did you do theater? Like when did you get into comedy? Like give us the stats. Oh, okay. When did you lose your verge and how come? Yeah, and how okay, come and on what thing? And, and, how, and where was the camera? <laughs> I mean, I've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> I've been training, her dad trained her. <laughs> I was, I, my dad's like, bend your knees. Um, <laughs> I actually went to three different high schools. I went to poly prep, this like preppy school, because I got a tennis scholarship for a second. Then okay, you're poly. Then I got ranked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, like, then I got ranked. You Luke Armand. Yes. <laughs> Problem solved. Poly prep. Poly prep where they prep you to be poly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I was ranked like top 15 in the nation as a tennis player as when I was 14. So I was like a little tennis player nerd. And my coach was like, if you want to go pro, you have to go to Florida. So my parents were like, death sentence vibes. I know. So my parents were like, we support you, whatever you want to do. So at 14, I was like, I want to go to Florida. I went to Florida for two years. It was brutal. I was like, whoa, I was living in a house with like six other kids and my coaches and we would. Okay. It's literally summer home. Yes. <laughs> I was I was born to play this role. But also, but, but also add a few tigers, and it's actually Tiger King. She's Doc Antle. She's one of the Doc girls. Oh my god, she's one of, wait, I'm obsessed with the Doc girls. I, I want a whole thing about that. I don't care about, I'm like, my oh my god, I know. The like, Iowa girl? That Yeah, the Doc girl who got out, and she's on a sectional sofa with a Snuggie, but it's still like, okay, you're still not normal. <laughs> like, she's talking about, like, she's the normal one. It's like, no, you're still, you're maybe worse. Wait, the, the highlight of the entire doc was her saying she was so tired that she wanted to get a boob job to go lay down for a few days. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is the darkest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> she literally got a boob job to go lay down. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just leave that storyline, and you're like, <laughs> I know. Like, <laughs> I, now I get why she's on the sectional sofa with the snuggie. <laughs> so that was basically me. I basically like a year and a half into it was just like, I miss New York City. I miss my family. And I was playing like six hours of tennis a day plus gym traveling. There's so much pressure of like my parents paying for me to be successful. I just couldn't fucking do it. So yeah. I went back to New York City and I went to the Beacon School, which is a public school in the Upper West Side. And they all, oh yeah, wait, my first- The Beacon School, do you know about that? It's right uh, next to LaGuardia. Catherine's like sexual partner. Catherine's my sexual partner grew up in New York City, but he doesn't know I'm talking to him. <laughs> he, I feel like he would know. And you guys would know LaGuardia. The Beacon School, babe. Tell, tell Catherine, tell her where- Yeah, he knows it. <laughs> so that's where he, that's where she went. I love how we're connecting. Yeah. He knows people. He says he knows people who went to Beacon. He goes, I, say, well, I know, you know motherfucker. You know who know motherfucker. You know Bravo celebrity went there? <laughs> <laughs> but I actually, my first kiss was in Florida with this oh. like 16 year old boy. I was 14 and we were in the house uh -huh. together and we were not allowed to like kiss each other, which made it so naughty. Uh -huh. And he uh -huh. told me, he goes, at midnight, come out of your room. I'll be waiting for you in the hallway. Wait. Oh wait, so he's in your that tennis house. That is so. House. That's amazing. It's amazing news. Yeah. He's in the. He's in the tennis house. He's a. So you guys were a tennis power couple. Was he good at tennis? He was okay. He was good, but we didn't end up dating because oh. I went to go do the kiss. I like 
I, it was like eating an oyster. It was messy. It was very messy. I, after the kiss, I just turned around, went in my room, Listerine, brushed my teeth like four times. And then, you know, your first kiss, the next day I like went on the tennis court and I was like, I'm not innocent anymore. Yeah. I, uh, I was like, I am such a little whore. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sad. That's so cute. I was a prude ass bitch is what I was trying to say. <laughs> um, but then I went to the vegan school who, fun fact, did not have a girls tennis team, but title nine legally says that if you don't have a girls team, you have to let the girl play on the boys team. Oh my gosh. So okay, played- fuck yes. Disney movie vibe. Yeah, I just said, I was just yes! saying, Disney Channel Ridge. <laughs> it literally was that. So I played on the boys team. We ended up like winning the New York City Championship or whatever. And other coaches were really mad that I um, was playing on the boys team because they're like, you guys have a girl ring around your team. And there was like all this press about it. And I actually was so nervous, like, because I never had that much pressure on me. Like, whenever I'd play a match, like, New York Post and New York Times and Daily News would be there. Oh my God. And oh my I, God. Your life is fascinating. It was just like, it's just weird in so many ways. But a lot of the time, like, during it, I didn't really enjoy it because I was so focused on, like, if I don't win, I'll kill myself. But it's moments like these where I could just talk about it that makes me happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It seems like incredibly stressful. It was incredibly stressful. So it's not like, oh, this glamorous, like badass life. It was hard. Did you have but time then, to like party with friends or were you like biz, 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 biz? When I went to Beacon, I got lucky that it was very artsy Manhattan school where there were like tough, tough athletes. And then there were like the druggies. But then there was this in-between like smoke weed and we're kind of more fun. And I made friends with like some of those people. So we had kind of a crew. For the first time in my life, I never really had a crew. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I got my first boyfriend at, oh my God, I dated. <laughs> Look at me name dropping. <laughs> I dated um, Cecile Richards, the president of Planned Parenthood's son. <laughs> while I was, oh my God. We there like, we go. We like flirted for three months. Fun name dropping, okay. right? I, I, um, I bet she raised him right. Try to do it raw, dog. Just uh-huh. kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Wait, I, um, it keeps freezing for me. Is it freezing for you guys? Me too. It's, it's okay. totally freezing. I, I don't know what the rule is now. Ever since Catherine scolded me, I don't know what the rule is for freezing. <laughs> what I, do in that situation. I said red pen. I know, but I don't. I'm My contract only obliges me to hold it up 18,000 times. Look how small my mouth can be if I want. Mine. Isn't that amazing? I want, amazing news. Wait, would you get injectables? Would you guys get injectables? New, new segment. I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't. No, we got to keep it real. Angela wait, wants so a, keep it real. My, my sexual partner, Angela, wants a very tasteful chin implant, but I, um... God, no. I don't want no, Angela, Your chin is great. He has a perfect... Oh, he's saying his no, chin? His, my sexual partner's no, chin. No, Angela, oh. and if you saw him, Hannah, his, his sexual partner is so dropped in yeah, gorgeous. But maybe he just wants it so he could lie down for a little while. Wait till Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I also think that everyone's face looks better the way it naturally was. I 1000% agree. Like you throw off some kind of like balance to yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. There's a je ne sais quoi, I said the second time, or like a feng shui of your totally. face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you need to keep. Yeah. So I'm very anti- Let me ask you this. Yeah. Who are you now? I feel like now I am like a person who creates what she wants to create and I feel mm-hmm. very I like to call it in alignment um because of summer house it like pays my rent summer house because it's I did it for the fucking experience like 
I feel like people don't know until they're actually offered, like, would you like to go on this show, how you'll react? And I was like, this is similar to my life. I grew up in the city, go to the Hamptons. Like, I can, like, express myself in different ways. And I don't know. I live life once. And it seems like a fun opportunity. So that's allowed well, me. Wait, how did you get to Betches, though, too? I think that's amazing because David, we just watched the David Sears Masterclass. We just watched that. you got to keep yourself open to experiences. And that's mm-hmm. what you're doing. And that's your creator, your writer. Your up. <laughs> it's, it's true. Like, I actually get super bored if I'm not, like, scared or, like, slightly uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> um, which yeah, is, same, sadly. Or, like, if I'm too happy, th- something's wrong. So yeah, I, yeah. It's, it's definitely out of my comfort zone. I'd argue that it was almost, like, I was forced to go into social situations that I never would do. Like normally if you hate someone, you just talk shit about to them, to your friend, about them to your friend. This, I would like have a confrontation and then I'd have to like be stuck on a kayak with them the next day to talk about. So I really grew as a person. And then I started my podcast where I talked about mental health. Cause I feel like I've been put on this earth to like, yeah, just talk about shit that some people are afraid to talk about. And I'm like not afraid of embarrassing myself or being thought that I'm stupid because I, I know I am so <laughs> burning in hell no I would love to have you both on but it's a mental health comedy podcast where I talk to people about their demons and Caroline's the comedy club reached out and was like can we do a live show and my friend was like why don't you do 10 minutes of stand-up and I'd never done stand-up before but I'd been like tweeting and writing for three years yeah and I, I did 10 minutes of stand-up for the first time like in front of 250 people and then, and my ex was a stand-up. I dated him for a year, and I feel like subconsciously I like fell in love with his lifestyle of like yeah. podcast during the day and stand-up at night, and you can get paid for it. I wonder if we know your ex. Do we? Do we? Is he like New York comedian? Um. Yes. His name's Dan Soder. He's like you know? very. He's very. I know who he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in that world. New segment. New yeah. segment. Do we know your ex? <laughs> <laughs> it's a very small world in New York oh. City. Mm-hmm. Um. But, and yeah, he taught me a lot, even if he like wasn't trying to. Are you guys still friends? No, we were for two years and now we're not. Cool. I think that's natural and beautiful. <laughs> I think it's beautiful to accept that like, you're not supposed to be friends with your ex and some people have to be cut out of I your life. I think it's cuckoo if you're friends. It is cuckoo. Yeah, I keep running into Catherine's ex at my gym. Well, before the quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine, it's been three- I wonder how he's... He's doing it's well. what? He's, it's been I times. like, I like the humble That's brag good. that you work out consistently. I did before the. Um, he works out a lot. Before before all this, I was really on my way to having um, the body that I that I uh, want to have, and now um, I'm not on my way there anymore. And then Hannah, oh, God, what stop. is your what's your dream? Because I was thinking, if you want to pivot back to producing, you can do tennis house and you can get those 14 and 16 year old boys and girls in a house. And see what happens. Literally my nightmare, the amount of PTSD I would have, I'd cry the whole time. Um, but, but I do, I think that, um, I learned about, the, I recently was on TikTok and some 15 year old girl was talking about happiness. And I learned this from her. It was that it's like expectation versus intention. Where like, I shouldn't have, um, sorry, someone texted me. No Austin texted me from, <gasps> from, oh my God. he said, watch the episode yet. He's scared of this episode because he's scared Madison's going to be upset about it. Oh my God. Who's Madison? Austin's. Will you tell Austin that we, we stand him yeah. now randomly? Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought I was a chef girl and now I'm an Austin girl. That's what you told me. <laughs> you should, you should be an Austin girl. Um, um, he's cute. You guys, but get, he just, like, you guys got screeners beforehand? 
we do but they're like their editing's kind of behind because of the quarantine so i don't i'm red penning don't know if i'll get it before i literally watch uh, my frozen mm. yeah i literally watch the show like as you guys watch it um because I think the that is terrifying yeah terrifying but it keeps me constantly hyped up yeah, yeah um have you ever have you ever seen what's been the thing that you saw yourself do on the show that you were like fuck i shouldn't have done that or do you um, accept yourself flaws and all i pretty much ex accept myself i kind of emotionally detached from it and i'm like I'm entertainment. Like I'm entertaining yes. people right now and I hope yes. people take something from it. Oh yeah, but expectations and intention are like, expectation is about like, oh, I wanna win an Oscar. I wanna have a talk show or I wanna have a Netflix special. And I feel like when you live that way and you put happiness attached outcome, you're not happy. And I'm trying to live with more intention, which is like, I intend to create more. I think I'd like to, as I get older, be able to like have a show that I'm also like pro producing or just have like, I just want to be like empowered as a woman because I have like a skill set that's wide and not just be like thrown around by the industry and be able to like empower other people who I want to like bring up with me and be like, this person's really talented, put her on. And um just like not have to depend on anyone and have yeah. a boss ever again. You want to be the one throwing around the names instead of the one whose name is being thrown around. Yes. I mean, it's so hard in this industry, especially Green like with pen. acting. Yes. <laughs> Green yes. Pen. With acting, Green pen vibe. waiting for someone to be like, mm, should I make this person rich? Mm, no. Yeah, I know. I know. That it's psycho, 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 psycho. Um, um, wait, Hannah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Catherine, this is directed towards Catherine. Okay, Catherine. Do you feel hot today? Um, I actually do. I feel like I've been getting so much sleep that mm -hmm. my face is like more awake. I think this pause, despite like a lot of negative shit going on, has been kind of good in some ways to just pause for a second and breathe and reflect. Definitely. So that makes me, I, I feel like my inside's feeling good, my outside feels better. Good. Right. Catherine, do you feel hot today? Yeah, I'm wearing my robe, wearing my headband for Hannah. I feel amazing. <laughs> yeah. I didn't feel hot yesterday. And <laughs> you know, one of the best decisions I ever made this morning was to put on yeah. this to put on this crew neck. Cause you, you look know, incredible. You look incredible. Because Skype in a crew neck is kind of like um inherently an erotic experience for me, and I can't explain why. But um I like my hair right now and um when I sit like this, no wait, no. There was a way I was sitting before that made me not feel hot, but when I sit like that, I do feel hot. So that's ultimately mm -hmm. my and that's ultimately my answer. Pat, I feel Fantastic. like you have great eyelashes, and Kat has great eyebrows. And together, we're gonna have a child. We're gonna have a gonna be beautiful. We're gonna have a child, but we're not having sex about it. No, we're doing it with chicken baster. We're doing it with chicken baster. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> well, that's, how non, um, that's how quarantine sex is going to happen for the rest of forever. That's the new normal. <laughs> chicken chicken baster is the new normal. That's beautiful. And finally, our final. Oh, do you have a crush of the week, we say? Oh, that's crush we of the week? Yeah. Let's, I... let's say Austin Kroll from, from Southern Charm. Okay. Fuck I yeah. He's, okay, he's, he's mine too. Uh, I think he's tall and he, has, he likes beer. Mine is... um. Mine is um, Craig from Southern Charm because I, <laughs> yeah. I think that, Mine's Craig's Pillow Company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, okay. Um, and our last segment is because tensions run so high in this podcast, so we can just go around mm -hmm. and just check in and ask everyone if they're mad at us. So, Catherine, are you mad at me? Couldn't, Ariana. You're so happy to see you today. I have so much more to tell you, and we'll connect tomorrow. Even. <laughs> Hannah Brunner, are you mad at me? I'm not mad at you because I don't know you well enough to be mad at you, but okay, I could be in the me. future. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> are you mad, Pat? Are you mad at me? I'm absolutely not mad I'm, at you. This is a I'm not mad at you. I'm I, not mad at you because you put on your headband. I was mad before it. <laughs> because I didn't forget because I didn't watch summer because I never watched your TV show. So you should you literally should yeah. be curious. Then. I, I but like I can't have both of you. I need someone to explain it to. So this was okay. Favorite. I'm happy to be here. And then Pat, are you mad at me? I'm not mad at you. You know what? Our phone call yesterday when we were kind of um, existentially upset about the same thing. Um, yeah. Where we had no business being upset over it, but we kind of ultimately did choose yeah. to be on our own independently, and then came together and we're upset about it together. That was an experience of connection, and so I'm not mad at you. It felt really like healing and kind of old school to be complaining to each other on the phone. Yeah, totally. It was 90s. It felt in 90s, by which I mean 2018. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like everyone and, needs to do this with every conversation with their friend at the end of any interaction. Definitely. I know. Definitely would heal America. Um, Hannah, I'm not mad at you. Can be, I'm literally a new fangirl. I'm addicted to your work. I can't wait to watch more. Bye. Thank you so much for doing the podcast. I'm sorry for the technical situation, but there is actually a global pandemic happening. <laughs> so we have to stay inside. This is fantastic. I have to hop on another call. Um, I live, laugh, love you guys. I stand your work. I bye forever. I stand bye both guys. of your work. Thank you. Love ya. Forever, dog. Thank you so much, Hannah. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.